This episode is sponsored by Wake Global. Wake Global is the authority and go-to resource for effective and creative data-driven marketing across all channels and platforms, providing insight, ideas, and innovation from start to finish. Google Wake Global spells W-E-Y-K for marketing boot camps, workshops, and professional services. Should I rely on my instincts when I'm interviewing job candidates? What is structured interviewing? How do I conduct a structured interview? Imagine casual Cara owns a small business where she fosters a welcoming, friendly environment for her employees. Casual Cara needs to hire someone new and wants to keep the hiring process, well, casual. She decides to hold unstructured interviews to see if she clicks with job candidates. She sets up interviews with two different people on different days. On the first day, she feels great. She had a good night's sleep and an easy commute to work. She and the candidate end up really getting along. They talk about their lives for an hour, and Kara's happy to learn he went to her college. The next day, Kara only gets three hours of sleep, and her car breaks down. During the interview, she grills the second candidate pretty hard and doesn't like his answers. She's obviously going to hire the first candidate. Casual Kara might like to trust her gut and rely on first impressions during the hiring process, but she'd be better off using structured interviewing. Structured interviewing is using identical interviewing methods to evaluate every candidate applying for the same job and judging them on predetermined standards and criteria. By using structured interviewing, you can avoid going with your instincts. But... You may be thinking, isn't it good to rely on your instincts? Not when it comes to interviews. Why? Because research shows that during the first encounters like interviews, we tend to make snap judgments that are heavily influenced by our unconscious biases and beliefs. For example, let's say Kara has negative feelings towards a company where a candidate used to work. Based on this, she becomes suspicious of the candidate, though she's not really aware why she feels this way. During the interview, she may unconsciously shift from assessing the candidate's skills to hunting for proof that her negative feelings are valid and correct. Structured interviews can help put a stop to biases like this. Here's another great thing about structured interviews. They can lead to better hires and happier job candidates. One study compared people's scores during their interviews with their performance scores on the job. The results showed that structured interviews are better at predicting who will do well on the job. Listen up. Structured interviewing means anyone conducting interviews for a certain position needs to follow the same guidelines, ask the same questions, and grade candidates on the same scale. Let's look at some structured interview tips. Candidates also feel better about the hiring process and consider it more fair. That's true, even if they don't get the job. 
Research shows rejected candidates who had structured interviews were 35% happier than those who didn't have them. Structured interviewing can start before the actual interview begins. First, prepare yourself before the interview by looking at the candidate's resume and knowing which questions you'll ask. After you greet the candidate and introduce yourself, ask if the candidate needs a drink, snack, or restroom break. This helps make sure the candidate is refreshed and ready for the interview. Set expectations for the conversation and let the candidate know what's ahead. For example, you can let the candidate know that there will be time for them to ask questions at the end of the interview. It's also helpful to let a candidate know that you'll be writing down notes or typing them into their laptops, but you're still paying attention to what the candidate is saying. Creating the right questions for you and other interviewers to ask is a hugely important part of structured interviews. Each question should work hard to assess a particular skill or attribute, so no random cultural fit questions or useless brain teasers. To start creating questions, you can write down a list of skills you want a candidate to have. It might help to talk to someone who's experienced in the role and ask them what skills are most important to be successful. You can also revisit your original job description and the company's mission statement and personality. For example, you might create questions that will help you assess if someone can work well on a team, be a self-starter, take direction well, be able to take risks and experiment, deal with failure and so forth. Keep in mind that you're not looking for one correct answer to each question. You're using your questions to evaluate a candidate's thought process. How do they figure out what an issue is? Think through it and address it. It helps to have a starter question to assess a skill and then have follow-up questions prepared that encourage the candidate to go into more detail about their thought process. For example, imagine you want to evaluate a candidate's problem-solving skills. Your starter question might be, can you tell me about a time when you had to solve a complicated problem at work or school? Let's say the candidate tells you how they had to plan a last-minute product launch party at their last job. While the candidate successfully describes how difficult the challenge was, it was the same day a major convention was in town, so every venue was booked up. You'd still like to hear more about their thought process. That's where the follow-up questions come in. You might ask, can you tell me what steps you took to solve that problem? And... Did you rely on any previous knowledge or experience to solve the problem? Tip. Consider asking a candidate about their experience first. Tell me about a time when. This can help them get comfortable before you ask harder hypothetical questions. Imagine you were in this situation. What would you do? While you want your interviews to be structured, you don't want them to be inflexible and rigid. If a candidate is struggling to answer a question, you can give them helpful prompts or you can guide the conversation to a different question. For example, you might say, to be mindful of time, why don't we move on to something else? If you'd like, we can always revisit this topic at the end. 
Also, be in charge of the time. Try not to go over the amount of time you scheduled for the interview and make sure you're leaving enough time for the candidate to ask questions. Listen up. When you're finishing the interview, let the candidate know who they should follow up with. You, a recruiter, etc. Also, highlight the reasons why you like working for your company. And don't forget to thank the candidate for their time. Make sure the method you use to evaluate candidates is also structured. You want to avoid any unconscious biases so you can fairly compare candidate skills. It can be helpful to create a scoring rubric or a standardized guide that all the interviewers use to judge every candidate. For example, you might create a rubric for writers that includes these skills. Ability to implement creative direction and feedback. Ability to collaborate with designers and others they work with. And writing aesthetic and style. You can then score a candidate by how well they demonstrate those skills, from excellent to poor. Tip. If possible, have candidates meet with several different team members and hire by consensus. This can help lower the chance of individual unconscious bias affecting the hiring process and ensure the candidate is a good match for the entire team. You found the right candidate for the role. How do you tell that person and gently reject the other candidates? You can call the winning candidate and offer them the job. After the call, you or your recruiter can email them an official offer letter, any important details and other documents. Turning down candidates is never a pleasant experience, but you can make it more positive for them by explaining how your hiring decision process works. Do this now. Now that you know about structured interviewing, let's create a to-do list that will help you create strong interview questions. If you're participating in the course, go to the next section to access your self-assessment. Key takeaways. Number one, when you're interviewing job candidates, relying on your instincts can cause you to make snap judgments based on unconscious biases. Number two, Structured interviewing uses identical interviewing methods and predetermined criteria to evaluate every candidate for a job. Number three, make a list of necessary skills, create questions to test for those skills, and create a grading rubric to assess how well candidates demonstrate these skills. This episode is sponsored by Wake Global. Wake Global is the authority and go-to resource for effective and creative data-driven marketing across all channels and platforms, providing insight, ideas, and innovation from start to finish. Google Wake Global, spells W-E-Y-K, for marketing boot camps, workshops, and professional services.